Word Radio On Demand, 96.1 FM and 900 AM WURD. Streaming live at wordradio.com. It's Black History Month, and that means we are always talking history. And we're talking not just the history of uh, things like presidents on President's Day. We're also talking music. And we are joined by a pretty special guest. His name is October London. Are you there? Uh Okay, well, we'll try to get him back. Oh, no, I think we got him. There he is, October London. He is the singer who has put out yo, yo. a wonderful album uh, that pays homage to Marvin Gaye. And he's going to be at Union Transfer tonight. So nice to uh, meet you. How are you? Good. How are you? I am doing just fine. Thank you so much. Yeah, we were talking Donald Trump because, you know, he came to town, but you're in town. And I'm sure that that is going to be a much better experience. <laughs> I don't know, man. Donald Trump is, is entertaining. So I don't know. Hopefully I'll be as entertained as, as O'Don. There's no way that you couldn't be. And of course, we were talking about your album, uh, Return of Marvin Gaye. And everybody loves the single Back to my place, an amazing record. What made you decide to focus on Marvin Gaye? I understand you freestyled this album. How how does that happen? Yeah, yeah, I freestyled album, but I just want to clarify: it's uh, the rebirth of uh, Marvin, and yeah. uh, the t- and the song is "Back to Your Place." Yeah, no problem, no problem at all. Um, yeah, you know, I freestyled the album. It just it just kind of came to me just to uh, to to do this genre um, of music. I was just in Snoop Studio and and. Uh, uh, just the vibe was vibe was in the air. I guess Marvin was in the room at the time, and uh, that's how "Back to Your Place" came about. You know, it was it, it was definitely was freestyle. The song was done in about an hour, and the album was done in about a week. So, you know, it just uh, it was just all about having fun and just having the essence of old school. Right. But the essence of old school is through uh, your talents and the things that you're doing. And you mentioned Snoop because you are actually signed to Death Row, and I don't think that we've had an R and B artist signed to Death Row since. Uh, uh, probably the nineties. Yeah. 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 Being on, being on death row as the R&B artist is pretty crazy. Cause you would think, uh, you know, you think of death row, you think of hardcore hip hop, you think of hardcore rap, you think of Tupac, you think of Snoop, you think of Suge. Uh, but we're, we're just, we're just turning the tables on, on, um, on, on music as far as, uh, death row records goes. And, uh, I just happen to be lucky enough to be the flagship of the, of the label. And, um, I'm just trying to lead it the right way. Snoop's trying to do something different. And, um, you know, it's it's uh, it's been it's been a whirlwind of, of fun so far. So no, I know now I know that you uh, connected with Snoop through the producer Jazzy Faye, who's out of Atlanta. So when yeah. Snoop heard your music and he liked it, and then he said, I, I think there was a record label called Cadillac Records that you were first signed to that Snoop and Jazzy Faye were doing. And then when he said, Well, you know what? That's uh, dissolving. How would you like to come to Death Row? <laughs> How did you feel about that at first? I, I felt great because as long as as long as Snoop was going to be behind it and and still you know right there with me through the whole way, I was I was down to do it. You know anything that Snoop ever has done, uh, he's always made sure that that I was good. He's always made sure that um, that I was I was set in 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 the label and whatever he was doing, he made sure I was I was good. So uh, as long as he had his hand in it, I was I was down. I'm down for anything he has his hand in because it's always kept me close and, and made sure I was good. So. 
uh, I thought it was a great idea. I just I was a little confused because, you know, like I said, you think of death row, you think of rap. So R&B wasn't even in the I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do on this label. Maybe I'll just be the hook man, uh, you know, doing the choruses and stuff like that. But it turned out it turned out to be like this. Now, I think it's really interesting, too, that uh, once you guys all connected, I mean, you, you're grown. I think it's fair to say um, I, I won't necessarily say your age because I know musicians like to be mysterious about that. But you're definitely grown, let's say. So you didn't come yeah. to music as a, a, a super young person. This developed over time. Were you surprised that uh, after pushing and, and, and doing different things in music that you were accepted in this way? Uh, no, I wasn't. Uh, I don't think I was surprised. I, I, you know, I put in the work and I'm not mysterious about my age. I'm 37, you know, so it's a, it's a blessing to be this age and blessing to wake up even this morning. So, you know, I got to give it to God every day, but, um, you know, I just, I, you know, I think, I think, so, you know, I, I know that it's, it's hard for a lot of artists. They get older and they, and, and they do, they say, Hey, you know, the older you get, the less your, your value is at some, at some, you know, some point. But I think uh, doing this, doing this kind of music and knowing that I can switch genres the way that I do, I can go from pop, I can go from reggaeton, I can go to country, I can I can do pretty much any genre. I think having that, you know, broadens that whole that whole aspect of oh well he's too old for this or you know he's too young for this. So the fact that I can switch genres, I think I can just go with the time. But what made you stay in uh, the mix, so to speak? You, I know that your parents were musicians or are musicians, but you said at one point that you were about to go either be a storm chaser or a truck driver. So what kept you going with music? Yeah, yeah, I was. I, I was interested in storms. I was in love with the movie Twister. Uh, so <laughs> whenever it was storming outside, I, I would definitely uh, get excited about it. So I'm not scared of the storms or hurricanes or anything of that nature. I, I get excited about that stuff as long as it doesn't hurt people. Well, you, you know? know what? That's going to work well for you at, in your journey through the music business, not being afraid of storms. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 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 So and my daddy played guitar uh, and, and my mom, she just, you know, she could sing. But and, and my uncles could sing and stuff like that. But they weren't in the music industry like that. My dad was he, he toured. Uh, I think he did some stuff with Earth, Wind and Fire and, and just toured with those guys uh, back then. I think when too, I think he said he met Too Short when Too Short was just coming out. And um, yeah, you know, I just I, I kind of picked it up from everybody else, just being in the living room and just listening to their uh, listening to their music. Listen to my uncles play piano, listen to my dad play play guitar. And uh, just being around music alone, you know, listening to Frankie Beverly and Maze, those are people I grew up listening to. Like I said, Earth, Wind & Fire, Marvin Gaye. My favorite artist is Luther Vandross. Mm. Uh, you know, listening to those artists definitely helped catapult where I am now, you know, and how I how I do, you know, on my music. But just the persistence, because you're you're from South Bend, Indiana, which is pretty fascinating, but not quite the hotbed of the music industry, even though some great artists obviously come out of the Midwest. And you're making your way through continuing to keep a tie to music, but not necessarily making it your main goal. Or is that a fair assessment? Yeah, I, yeah, I'm making it. A, I make, my main goal in, in, in music now is just making sure people know that, that I'm a multi-genre artist. That's pretty much my main goal. And doing all of this, you know, obviously it's to provide for my family and all that kind of stuff, you know, that, that comes with it. But, uh, my main goal right now, what I'm thinking of in the last, you know, last six months has been, okay, I need to make sure that people know that I do country, I do pop, I do everything else under the sun. And this is not just a me going out and just trying to sound like Marvin or be like Marvin. Like I'm going to give you this album, the rebirth of Marvin. Then I might give you another one that, that may sound a little similar, but 
after that, it's going to go somewhere else. I might go, I might go pop, you know? So I just want to let people know that that's the main big thing. It was a good time to do country because Beyonce's coming out with her country album soon. So you might be able to get on there and uh, maybe do some uh, opening that would, I'll put that out there for you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I, I already had put out a, a uh, Sam, well, my alter ego for country is his name is Sam Nash. And I put that out actually before Beyonce. So I don't want people to think I'm trying to follow the leader. So, <laughs> you know, I put that out, I put that out August, 2023. So, you know, you know, you know, yeah. Right, 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 right. Yeah, I, I got it. So, so she should, so she should definitely call you up because you already have it out there in the marketplace. So we'll see. We'll cross. Yeah, we'll, that'd we'll be cross, awesome. I, I would love. I would love to work with her. We will cross our fingers for you. I put it out there, so just make sure to thank me uh, if that does in fact happen. But in terms of no the show, I heard it described as a vibe, and one of the things that I noticed from some clips online is you have some impeccably dressed background dancers. Tell us. About about putting that show together and why you wanted it to look like that for this project. Oh yeah, yeah. They, uh, my background singers—they're the—they uh, call themselves the Shindellas. They actually come out and they open for me right along with Jay Brown. But they were just so exceptionally talented that I had to have them as my backup singers as well. You know, they their voices are are amazing. I love these girls, man. They, I, I've just, I've just grown. I'm growing to love them more and more every show, and they put in the work. Uh, you know in this industry you got to put in the work ethic it's not just handed to you and they are putting in the work for sure so please 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 go check out the Shindellas. go stream their music go check out their youtube clips they are just amazing so you know i'm thinking about having them on the road more and more as the as the year goes by so and they of course they're gonna dress i mean come on, they dress well when they go out there when they do their set and then they switch into a total different uh outfit when they come on for mine so just both outfits are amazing and they look great well, it's still a, it's still an aesthetic, and I notice you two are suited and booted, and that's not always the case with today's R and B artists. Even though you're saying that you are navigating multiple genres, why did you decide to come out with this particular look and style for this particular tour? Well, I, I, I just feel like that's that's me anyway. Mm-hmm. How I'm dressing in suits, I do that all the time. My friends will tell you that I I, I love to dress. I love to dress myself, and you know I uh, I just feel like having this genre of music is very it's very grown man and when i think grown man i think of just grown things you know i think of the cigars i think of gq magazine i think mm-hmm. of the cognac i think of all that kind of stuff so i have to i just feel like that's that's how it should look that's how it should be you know the the three-piece suits the double-breasted suits you know coming out there just dressed to the nines i think that's a, i think that's a great look i mean we, we don't have that really right now you know everybody is Dressing how they want to dress, you know, but uh, I think the suits are, are A1. Well, if you're just joining us, I'm Tanya Pendleton. This is Reality Check, and we are talking to October London. He is the singer, songwriter uh, in multiple genres, but tonight or uh, he'll be singing R&B at Union Transfer, and the show is at 8 p.m. And as folks have described the show, it's a vibe, and I see that you are putting all the good vibes into place. And one of the things I wanted to ask you is working with Snoop. You said that he's been great. He's been a great mentor. He's been a great leader, but most importantly, he's got your money right. And I know, you know, from the music business, that is not always the case. So let's uh, expound on that just a little bit. Yeah. You know, when, you know, when it comes to all of his 
ventures that he does or, or, or a lot of them. I mean, he's got he's got a ton of ventures that he's doing, you know, whether it's Corona beer or whether it's wine or cereal, you know, he uh, he makes sure that, you know, in, 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 in certain ways, he's like, OK, well, I have. All right. So he did a show with with him and Martha Stewart, mm-hmm. uh, the cooking show. He made sure that I did the the theme song for that show. I wrote the theme song and produced the theme, the, the music for the show. Um, you know, when it came to Corona beer, we put out Lime Squeeze, uh, a single that we put out on, uh, on iTunes and Spotify and that blew up. Um, you know, he just, he makes sure that I am, I am, uh, I'm just taken care of. He knows I have a family just like he has a family. A lot of these artists have families to take care of. And then if you have a band out there, they have families to take care of. So, you know, if I'm not right, then nobody around me can be right. And if nobody around me is right, then I'm not right. You know, so. Uh, and he's just always looked out for me and I he looked out for me like, like a little brother. It's kind of like a big brother, little brother situation, you know? So he always checks up on me, calls me all the time uh, in the middle of the night, three o'clock in the morning with ideas and stuff like that. We have a great relationship. You know, that is a fortunate position to be in, to be in this business and, and to have a support and a mentor like Snoop, the rebirth of Marvin. That is the album and the song that everybody loves is back to your place. And tonight you can go see October London at Union Transfer. That will be the place. The show starts at 8 p.m. What's next after this project? You're talking about you're going to move around genres. So what can we look forward to next? Uh, yeah, well, we're, we're pushing... Um... We're pushing the, uh, the the next single uh, off the Rebirth of Marvin, which is uh, uh, Mahalan Drive. So we're going with that for the second single. We'll be releasing that video probably in the next couple of weeks. Uh, then after that, as far as the Alter Ego, Sam Nash, we're going to start pushing him through the country circuit. So I'll be doing two shows per weekend. I'll be doing an October London show. And then it'd be Sam Nash coming to, coming to, uh, coming to the theaters and all that kind of stuff. So you get the two the two uh, shows right there. And then um, uh, the next album is actually already recorded, done, mixed, mastered, everything. And we'll be talking about that later in the year. Uh, we're thinking about dropping it this month, but obviously it's just so much stuff going on. So maybe the next album will come out uh, maybe in the summer or the, or the late spring, something like that. So we're, and, we're pushing for several things. And you have a song, Eternity, on the Color Purple soundtrack. So you can check that out as well. October London, we can't say that you are nothing if not ambitious. So Sam Nash, October London, we will see uh, what the future has in store. But tonight, we know what's in store, a concert here in Philadelphia at Union Transfer. Thank you so much for being with us on Reality Check today. No problem. Thank you so much for having me. You've been listening to Word Radio On Demand. Listen live at 96.1 FM, 900 AM, and online at wordradio.com. 